good evening and welcome to the Tadcast. Today is a Friday. After a hard week filling at work, I'm going to be joined tonight by the man, the myth, the maverick, the session priest, Tom Edge. And good evening, Tom Edge. Yes, good evening to you, Tommy Tonner, MC Chicken Wing. Wee! <laughs> Fucking no one else has brought that up so far. See, no one's got as good a memory as me, mate. Fucking, okay, I spelt, I think I spelt it Chinking Wing. Chinking Wing. And then uh, <laughs> DJ Dinsey. Fucking. <laughs> I remember when Dinsey got that name, it was that fucking ICT teacher it gave him it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking, so how's it going, Tommy? Yeah, I'm good, Tommy, lad. I'm good, I'm good. Fighting fit. Fighting nice. fit is what I am at the minute, mate. You, I've had a lot of people come up to me in Chad. Yeah. And seeing when you're actually going to be on. Yeah, I'm requesting the master, the big, the big, the big hitter. That's what you want, mate. So shout outs to Chad Douglas originally. He sent me over your number <laughs> and everything and then we've got his younger brother joe douglas yeah he, he approached me and asked when you were going to be on and he was steven saw i think stevie saw yeah, the so. influencers uh, is that what they are? <laughs> two seconds guys so tom edge we're back after we're back. a quick visit from yeah. the will coffins today and shout out to jack wilkinson oh, jack milker Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, I hadn't had that one for a few years, either. <laughs> 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 oh, he won't be happy when he listens to this. <laughs> well, that'd be an awkward conversation he'll, he'll have to have, won't it? Fucking right. hell. Oh, he's, he's got a bird, not <laughs> I'm, oh, mate, if they, if they listen to this, if they're listening in the car together and. <laughs> Yes, milk on. I'm sure it'll be fine, Tommy. <laughs> so go ahead, Tommy. What have you got for me? What have I got for you? Welcome to the Tadcast. Yeah, it's an honour to be on, mate. It's got a good little little niche going on here, Tommy, lad. Quite jealous, wish I had a thought of it myself. I've always room for co-hosts. Yeah, I'll be up for that, mate. Looking... I'm sure you'll have a popular episode with all the requests yeah. you've been on. Well, I'll be able to bring the celebrities in, you see. Once you got me, you'll get the blue tick next to your name on Instagram and Spotify. Pretty sound, Tommy. <laughs> Fucking swabby there with words. Yeah. Master of the words, mate. So, what have you been doing since school? Well, since school, uh, went to Army with Stevie Saw. He enjoyed Paris. Um, since I got Paris, I've been on a bit of a whirlwind. Fucking more jobs at fucking job centre. But uh, finally found my feet with ambulance now. So I'm on ambulance service. Oh, yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. oh, hell. Yes, yeah, so I've been there a couple of years now. Oh, fucking hell. I can away. What, what are you doing driving or? Yeah, so like, um, we're a paramedic eventually, but uh, I'm like a technician sort of thing now. So it's like a stepwise approach to get to be a para. So they'll put you through it. You don't have to pay to go to uni because they'll pay for it for you when you get your degree out of it end. Yeah. So I've gone from fucking driving trucks to driving ambulances about. How fast over them? Well, you can you can get up to about 
I've always wondered how fast can they actually go. Yeah, no, the cars can go fast, but the buses, you, you, know, you don't want to be going faster than 100, really. There's no need to. What's the fastest you've had it? Well, I've got up to 100, but there's no point going anymore. Depends what you're going to, you know what I mean? If it's somewhere really bad, you put your foot down. And I'm guessing you've seen a few bad things. Oh, yes, you? I've had my fair share of blood and guts. Um, you get used to it, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, at first, it's a little bit like fucking, what the fuck's going on? And you just try to take it all in, but then after you've done it for a while, it just becomes second nature, really. And you just, that initial adrenaline of like, what the fuck is happening here, it sort of phases out a little bit and you just know what you're doing. It's like, like for you going to work with, with trees and stuff like that, you just go to work with people. Well, it's, it's not all like that, though, you know what I mean? I think 90% of it's a bit more like fucking social work, really. Oh really? In what way? A lot of mental health stuff, um, lots of social care really. You have to put safeguardings in, you know, if you go into welfare stuff and it can be quite moving some of the stuff really, you know. Quite sad when you've got some little old Doris that's husband died 20 years ago and she's been on her own and house is in shit state and she's got no family. So you've got to try and help them as best you can, but unfortunately that's not our job really, you know. But that's what it's sort of morphed into now, rather than going to heart attack strokes, you're just going to a bit of everything, you know. So it's interesting. So that sounded like a pretty specific, specific, however you fucking say it. <laughs> that, that sounded like quite a specific, specific <laughs> ocean. <laughs> but well, one of them. Yeah. It sounded like what that that were quite uh, uh you. <laughs> Come on, Tommy, get it out. That, that, that what a word in question, like, you seem to be describing someone yeah. there. Is that one of the people you've... Oh, right, yeah, as in, yeah, I mean, you go to quite a lot, and obviously, what's the same about people, but I tell you about jobs, and, uh, yeah, you go to, you see it all too often, really, and, um, and it's in places that you wouldn't even think about. You can go to these really well-done-up areas with plenty of money, and you go inside their house, and it's not what it looks like on the outside, you know what I mean? Well, a lot of things can take that money away very quickly, yeah, can't they? You meet the best and the worst people in that in this job. You go to people that have got millions and millions of pounds that wouldn't even fucking offer you a cup of tea. And you got people that have got twenty p to the name that they'd give you the fucking last twenty p. You know what I mean? Well, you see the best and the worst in people in our job. And everybody sees you. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not you particularly, but... Yeah, no, I've been to quite a few people like that. Have you? Mm. What's you like, but, um... Yeah, especially because I only work at Sherburn. Oh, is that yeah, where you're based? Amb- yeah, Ambulance Station, yeah, behind, on North Drive, behind the cop shop. Yeah, so, inevitably, you're going to go to people you know, when you like, say, I know loads of people, so you're going to find someone you know, aren't you? Oh, fucking hell, so what, what like, first time you trip, you, you went to go do, do someone you knew? Well, they were like, because a lot of people don't really know I'm doing this job. And they're like, fucking hell, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, fucking hell, can you send another ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure you won't have that bad a track record driving ambulances, will you? No. Touch wood. Touch wood, Tommy lad. Is it much different to driving in a truck then, with all machines in? Well, I don't know. It's, it's only like, tra- I've got a fucking transit van, so it's just like being in a big fucking van. So, apart from what, if there's someone in the back stood up, you need to be much more cautious because you can't just 
fling it into Ben that fucking sevens him when someone stood up it back. Because <laughs> you're going to need another ambulance for them. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, that would be funny. Well, it wouldn't be funny for them, though, would it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Face stuck on side door. <laughs> Hopefully no one's getting a needle put in him at that point. <laughs> you have to bring up the fucking comms. Yeah, can we have another ambulance? Oh, why is that? Uh, I've fucking stubbed it into a ditch and my fucking crewmates fucking dead. <laughs> I don't know why, but that reminds me of the rhetoric I got told about cave diving. Not cave diving, the pothole inside. Yeah. And it well, you might go a day down, but if you hurt yourself a day down, it's going to take whoever you're with a day to get back up and then the people up there a day to get back down to you and then another day to get you back up with them so yeah you, you're down for four days if you're have you yeah it's, it's fucking interesting it's cool if you it's not good if you don't like small spaces man but um i really enjoyed it with the old man went up into like um uh, into nails you had to like to get in with this tiny little hole and then you have to fucking push all your gear in front of you, crawl through, and then you get down and you go into, went for this thing called the cheese press. And it's fucking really tiny. And if you're a fat knacker, you can't get through, but I was slim in them days, so I managed to just fucking slip my way through. And, uh, and then you go down this fucking waterfall. It's crazy when, to think that all oh, that's underneath you, you know what I mean? And um, that's the only place like, place like that, or if you're in the pit, that you can have like true darkness. You know, if you turn your lights off, because obviously there's no natural light, so that is actual, true pitch black. What's it like? Oh, it's cool as fuck. Literally, can't, cannot even see your fucking hand in front of your face, you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Holy shit. And the eyes not adjust? No, no. Well, there's no to adjust to, there's no fucking natural light, there's nothing. Just fucking darkness. So, when you went potholing, how long were you underground? Most of the day. Oh, yeah. yeah, most of the day. You have to take your food and that, will you? And there's loads of different places you can... It's a well-mapped town. So, like, um, I went with my dad and uh, his mate. And um, he, like, he knew all the fucking routes to go, so it was quite safe. Bit, bit of a Sherpa sort of person. Yeah, fucking like old Nepalese fucking Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> York, Yorkshire Nepalese Sherpa. <laughs> fucking Shiptonese Sherpa. <laughs> Hey, you might have fucking come up with a fucking new yeah. term there. Listen to me, I follow these terms, mate. Shipped an A-Sherpa, you heard it here first. On the fucking Tadcast, live and direct, I seize you. Yeah, a bit of corrupt FM, yeah, fingers yeah, there. Yeah, fingers, mate. Ah, yeah, fucking... Fucking love corrupt. Honestly, corrupt FM is the funniest TV series out there. I fucking love it. Absolutely mint, corrupt FM, isn't it? It, it really fucking it is. It's fucking mint. Absolutely golden. I can literally watch it every day, all day. I see so many people in in that program yeah. that I actually know. <laughs> it's fucking not not that I actually I don't know the actors. You but just relate them to them, don't you? Yeah, I won't, won't name any names. But <laughs> Steve's. Steve's with that fucking daft fucking floppy owl. <laughs> that, that reminds me of a mutual friend of ours. <laughs> Getting his fucking drugs off his mouth. Who care of? <laughs> <laughs> oh Nana, what's my name? That just reminded me. So, were you part of all that bike ramp building up at Stutton Woods, jumping bikes? No, but I'll tell you, I've got a funny story about that. Start, I got uh, I bought a bike off fucking uh, Leado, because he had it from nine to work ski, and uh, he wanted rid of it because he didn't fucking ride it. So, I started going down with uh, Ellen Bailey and all that, and I thought I was like some pro fucking uh, dirt bike rider, you know what I mean? 
had my shades on. <laughs> cool fucking gloves. I thought I would like the fucking business. And uh, the first jump went down. There was this tiny little fucking mound of a jump. And I didn't have much confidence to go down the other one. So L was like, yeah, attention, just get his end down that one. And uh, I never really jumped bikes before, but I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be easy. And I fucking got to this little mound and I forgot to pull up. And I just fucking stuffed it and I went straight into this fucking tree. <laughs> Literally fucking wrapped out this tree. Like that, that was the end of my fucking mountain bike career. <laughs> fucking what did that fucking feel like? Well, it fucking hurt. <laughs> Not be fried more than anything. <laughs> fucking trees get you. They fucking do, they don't move, do they? They'll always get you back if you get them, get them as well as what my granddad always said. Because yeah. I'm felling trees all the time, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. And he always says, you've got to watch out because they're going to try and get revenge. The bark's worse than the bite. Yeah. Well, how would you describe, could a tree bite, what part of a tree could could it could bite a tree? I suppose when you put putting the saw in and it's got leaning back on you, it bites the saw. Yeah. Perhaps sometimes it's pretty bad as a bite, to be yeah. fair. Well, then you can't get the saw out. Mm. I've had it before where I've had to take the actual saw off yeah. off the off the bar in the chain. Well, slide it out. And I've had times where I've cut it. Well, we try and cut it as low as possible, and I've I've gone for cutting it, and I couldn't take it off for some reason. I believe I might have been at the back, so the nuts were facing the floor, low to the ground, not enough room to get my spanners in to take it off. Yeah. But what what you do then is you fucking get the fucking digger and you push the cunt over. Yeah. Yeah. You clear the area. That's my dad's speciality is that yeah. pushing trees off with diggers. So it's a good method there. <laughs> Won't be as a cleaner cut though, will it? Well, used in conjunction. Yeah. It can be pretty good. Like when we felled a big tree, must have been Oh, 500 years old. It was huge. Probably eight feet that way. Eight feet that way. Like, yeah. And uh, what we had to do for that, we'd cut in a, a gob with a big four foot bar saw from both sides. So we'd cut in. And that in itself took about a fucking hour just because of all, the yeah. amount of cutting we had to do to, just to get the gob. And then all, all the toes. The, the directional sink cut, what yeah. they officially call it. But well, we just got it. So go. Well, no, the tree will only go the way it's leaning. Right. What you're doing with that is you're stopping it splitting. You, you sort of try to direct it where you want to go. Yeah. And so, anyway, we've got that in. We've got the sink cut in. And then you go around and take the toes off. So you go straight down and just lock the toes off so it's a bit squared off on ends. And then what we had, we had the polecat make Campbell with us. The polecat? The polecat. Who's that? He's uh, about a 70 year old legend from Bramham. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fucking. If you ever ask, ask about, he's got yeah. some. Try to get him on Tadcast, but yeah. he said he was going to come on, but he never answered. He won't know what mobile phones is, is he? <laughs> he's almost, almost. He does struggle with, with him, like. So, anyway. He'd got this lorry jack, like a li- little little pot jack. Yeah, yeah. But you just thing in my bob and it goes up. A little tiny hydraulic thing and it pumps up. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it cut a square in in the back of the tree, 
and it it put that in, and it fucking it was just just kicking it over, but it won't go. It got to the max de- extension, and the tree won't go. Yeah. So my dad came over. He brought some metal bars. So we we got metal bar on. The metal bar started bending, and then he got fucking digger. It just he got to it. Mick were there with fucking with wedge, with hammer and wedges as well, yeah. knocking them in with hammer and wedges. Me and Mick were there knocking them in. My dad were there pushing it over with digger. Must have been five minutes, fucking shh. Well, we eventually got it down. It yeah. came down with a right fucking crack. Yeah. Nothing was going to stop that as falling yeah. when it went. And how tall were it? We'd got Jason Brown in. Yeah. He took the tops off because it was a big fell. He can, he can do him and his lad do all climbing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we don't do the he climbing. Le- he learned in Germany, did Jason Brown? Did he? Yeah, yeah. That's where he got. Um, only because Flack family friend. Um, he went and because it was the only place that in that time that offered this training. You know, so he went over to Germany and he was fell into some fucking big fuck off trees. I know me, granddad and my dad's done a lot of business with Jason. Yeah, it's good. He's good at carving stuff as well, isn't he? I've never seen his carving. Yeah, he fucking made my nan for her birthday some like real sort of intricate, I don't know what they are, like fucking spire things, but they're well neat, they're really, really good. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But well, anyway, he, he'd come up that day, well, day before and he took tops off because it, it was too high, we couldn't get a cherry picker there. Yeah. I'm not fucking climbing trees. I've yeah. never fucking climbed a fucking tree like that. I've never gone up in fucking harness. I, I prefer to stay on fucking yeah. ground, like. And he'd gone up, chopped up branches off, and we had a big fuck off fire, mate. Yeah. Must have been the size of t- uh, tad, like tad magnets bonfire, yeah. just with bloody leaves and fucking well, sticks from tree. Funny you say about fires, right? I watched this uh, documentary of the other day on Netflix. It was like something called Europe from Above. And they were in the uh, Netherlands. They were going around like Amsterdam and all this. And there's a place, I can't remember the name of the town, but there's this tradition that they have, uh, it's been going for like 100 years. And uh, there's two towns, and then uh, they're next to each other, but they're divided by the beach. And each town on one side of the beach builds this bonfire, and it's who can build the biggest bonfire. And uh, yeah. they got the fucking record, because it was 48 meters high. They were like fucking stacking it with cherry pickers, pallets, 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 and it fucking uh, it blow up the, the fucking flames that were going all over the fucking town, you know. And then the next morning, there's like this tradition that they all get meet on the beach, and then at like eleven o'clock, they all fucking run into the sea on New Year's Day. And I thought oh, I'd fucking love to go do that. That's about to be a cold one, wasn't it? Fucking hell. Yeah, put airs on your chest, wasn't it? I know a lot of fighters do that. Yeah. First thing in the morning. Cold water therapy, isn't it? The, everyone's bang at it now. It's a Wim Hof. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. Have you ever done any Wim Hofs? No, but I do. I'm partial to a cold shower. I do like a cold shower. It's like, especially on the morning or whatever. Or like, have a, a normal shower and then just slowly turn the fucking temperature down until it's freezing cold and see how long it can last. Fucking. <laughs> I've been fucking myself up when I've been having baths recently. Been getting them back up halfway through. My, <sighs> right, <laughs> my heart's racing. I feel like I'm about to fucking faint. Yeah, I'm just going for a piss, Tommy. Yeah, no worries, no worries.
So just before Edgy gets back in from having a piss, I just want to take this time to hype up the newly formed Tadcast Twitter account at Tad underscore cast. It is run by the season one champion and current undisputed champion of the Tadcast, Jack Schofield. And we'll different characters, I won't disclose names. Because I'll leave that for the listeners' imagination. Fair enough. I remember one of my good mates, he, one of my good small mates, he, he likes to dabble in it. <laughs> oh, fucking Garage MC. Fucking. Made, I remember he made up a diss about Mr. Walker at school. This guy, Mr. Walker? Yeah. Who were he? Our PE teacher, wasn't he? Mm. <laughs> wonder if he's still fucking there. Is he fucking? He'll be fucking shagging some fucking six farmer or something, won't he? <laughs> fucking sat like the rest of them. <laughs> fucking nonsense for you teachers. Fucking. What about Mr. Sulk? Mr. Sulk, he'll be there. Part of furniture, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Did you know Mr. Wilson taught me mum as well? Yeah. Yeah, he taught my mum. He's with fucking Miss Joslin now, isn't he? Is he? Do you remember they had, they had that fucking affair while we were at school? No, no. Yeah, Mr. Wilson and. Uh, Miss Joslin, not Miss Joslin, who was the maths teacher? That one with the short bob. Uh, she was maths or business or something. Describe her a bit more. Small, like a, a bob cut, like that fucking, uh, have you seen Incredibles? Yes, yes. She was the fucking the small professor woman with black hair and bob, with big glasses. I think so. That's what she looks a bit like, but we're not black, we're normal coloured hair, like fucking brownie blonde or whatever. I think I, I can picture the person yeah. you're on about. I can't remember the fucking name, though. You should know what Miss Justice You were just describing people just doing nothing then, and you said it was for people who love a session. Well, Everyone knows yes. that you love a session. Yes, it's about time we got on topic in it, sorry. Because you're an obsession priest. Obsession priest. Now, the session priest has been in retirement for a couple of years. I mean, he still comes out every now and again, but the session priest himself, I haven't been to Lee's Fest since probably 2017. And that was the last time he was out in person in the purple robe with the session priest on the back. <laughs> Good times that was. I remember you bought me fucking. Yeah, you made fun. Yeah, I remember that. Fucking driving around town a bit in my car, like fucking shouting at people with fucking little microphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when we got to Leeds Fest, they're like searching the bag and they're like, you can't bring that in. I'm like, I can't handle that. You're not letting us bring it in. So Jack Crowley got in first. So said, I'll stand by the wall. So threw it over fucking seven foot wall and fucking kept it. Yeah, fucking hell. That were animal beast. I always fucking thought about that. And a fucking really loud siren on as well. Yeah, well, fucking it? well loud that thing. I fucking winded my dad up at work when I first got it, and I fucking I was following him in tractor, <laughs> and he, he was driving in front of me, and I just put, kept fucking putting siren on. And fucking, <laughs> you could see he was shooting through a bit. <laughs> Does he still not work on a Monday? He works every fucking day. He works every day. Yeah, since he took over. Yeah, since he's the head of the heart show. Yeah, be your fucking, your fucking. Uh, I don't like Monday. Be your dynasty soon, Tommy. Aye, right, but I still, 
I'm not ready to give up Mondays yet. No. <laughs> Mondays is a day of rest. It fucking really is, isn't it? The fact it read Sunday horrible when yeah. I worked Mondays. Yeah. So do you still not you've off Mondays? Yeah, I don't, don't work Mondays. Yeah, you don't work Mondays. Because Sunday's a fucking good day, especially if you're all out on the lash or whatever it's like, then the daughter of being at work Monday. That's all you can think about the whole time, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You sort of don't, you don't even get a fucking two day weekend when you work a Monday day. You gotta fucking be sensible on fucking on the Sunday, yeah, ain't you? You do, man. You do. So, how many episodes of this have you done now, then? I believe this will be episode nine of series two. Yeah. I've done sixteen on Twitch. Fucking. Well, they don't say the more than two yeah. weeks, apparently. What you need to do is you need to get like get this room kitted out, a couple of chairs, microphone. You need to do them live. That's that's where you get your ratings. Well, I don't know if I've shown you yet or not. Scobby came out the other day and he brought me a present. Is it a little camera? A yeah, fucking little money box. A little purple money box. What, do you want me to pay? <laughs> pay for my I'll make you money in, in turn, I've got to pay you. <laughs> oh no, just, just showing you, mate. Yeah. Fucking, pretty fucking cool, like. Well, yeah. I am the present today, unfortunately. So, so you're talking about the session priest, we know they got off of that then? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that actually came about, it was like one year at least, I don't know what year. And uh, it was like the day before I was meant to go. I love fancy dress, me. And uh, so I was like, I went to her mum. I was like, Mum, I need a fancy dress costume for tomorrow, I'm off to Leeds Fest. And uh, she was like, let's see what I can find. So I found. Um, it would look like fucking John Centre mood, didn't it? That Archbishop of York, that big fucking mood. <laughs> and uh, so I went there, and then that's where the name came Session Priest. It wasn't planned to go to Session Priest, I just went in this outfit, and at some point created the name Session Priest, and it stuck. And it ended up on fucking Leeds Fest spotting page or something. <laughs> and then for every year after, people sort of used to know who or what. So, what did the session priest do for his servants? Well, it depended who was getting uh, mundane or whatever they call it, you know, if fucking get blessed. <laughs> and uh, so he used to normally like, get him on one knee uh, and then he'd have a little saying in, my, um, in, the name of the, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy E, let there be sesh. And that were it. You'd have to fucking go out and fucking drop some fucking Gary's in. Big smasher. <laughs> <laughs> so, Session Priest, you say you became famous. How many people did actually start recognising you then? Well, for a while I was that famous, I had to live in LA. <laughs> and uh, I had to have my own security. And um, it was like constant, like probably a thousand people a day. Like, <laughs> so, you the Session Priest, they were like, other, fest- <laughs> other festivals were trying to poach me trying to get me to go down to their festivals because they didn't get more like ticket sales you know like freaking boombox Glastonbury Glastonbury actually wanted me on the main stage in 2015 <laughs> but I had to turn them down because I was like I fucking I've got a do one at the Rallys to fall so I was like I was like I can't let them down <laughs> there you have it folks Tad, Tad Stacks do I was like I'm headlining Tad Stacks so I can't fucking let, uh, let all fucking Northern Solars down <laughs> 
So, the session priest got people fucked up. Yeah. Did you ever do anything else with the session priest? What do you mean? Did you try and take it into becoming like a famous Instagram page? Well, at that time, they wanted Instagram. Um, well, I probably was Instagram, but I had not fucking know how to use it. I still don't really know how to use it. Fair but, play. Uh, the, I didn't think about it. I thought it'd be quite a good little thing to spin off, you know, because you never know where it would have gone, but it never materialised. Be like fucking MC Devo. <laughs> fucking hell. What, what's with you fucking bringing back all these fucking things? Oh, well, good. Now, remember, Ryan, Tommy, that's the title of this episode. Uh, there you go, there you go. So. You've done session priest and then you've gone the opposite and you've been a boxer. Well, I was uh, I was that I was actually that good. I had to retire. That's why I, my career never was publicised because uh, if Floyd May- Mayweather had found out, uh, he'd have had to like give me all his money. So that's why I never got fucking brought up. But I did do a bit of boxing. Yeah, I was at Henry Walton's gym for a while. I mean, I got pretty addicted to it and I was going all the time. But. Oh, fucking life's got in the way, and I can't really fucking ask to do it now, so I've not, not done it for a couple of years. So, what made you start it originally? Well, I always liked, liked boxing, and I thought it'd be good fitness, so the mate was one of the coaches there, so I went down and started training, and then just got hooked. As you do, you start to see a bit of progress, you're enjoying it, getting fit, losing weight, it's just addictive. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do, oh, I think about doing it all the time, getting back to doing it, but now I don't work in York, and it's like, it was convenient then, so, I mean, I could make time for it now, but it's being bothered. Uh, before lockdown, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Monday, I did two hours, one more boxing, one more care one. Yeah. Tuesday, it was another two hours. That were double kickboxing. Wednesday, to, towards, the, towards the end of the, when we were going before lockdown, I started to do taekwondo. Yeah. And then the kickboxing. Thursday, it were a kickboxing and a K1. And the Friday, it was just a boxing. And I, I know what you mean about it getting very fucking addictive. Because at first, I did a couple, like, two or three times a week at the most. Yeah. Well, three times a week, we were all that were allowed when it were at Tad. Yeah. But as soon as it went to Fort Parch, every day of the fucking week, we, you could have gone. So I did. Yeah, it's proper addictive. And especially when you start to notice a difference. That's good. It keeps you going, isn't it? So what made you stop then? Uh, I don't know. I just fucking worked somewhere different. Uh, it was like I wasn't passing through York at the right times and I couldn't be asked to finish work, come home and then go fucking over to York. Just fucking lazy, really. So d- did you not think about finding another gym where you were working? Well, I could have done, but I quite liked it then. Uh, there ain't any others really around here, boxing-wise. Just that's all I wanted to do, straight up boxing. Yeah, that's fair enough. There is a lot of gyms, but I don't know many just boxing yeah. gyms. I know a couple in York. There's quite a few in York, isn't there? I can think of one, maybe. I think I, think I can think of two. 
think I can think of two. What yeah? Yeah. Was legions. Uh, is that just is that just boxing? Then, is it? That's both. I think no, just boxing. I don't know how many are just boxing. Only Henry's at that is just boxing. Oh, boxing that's club. the third. That's the third. Yeah. We got boxing club over there. What was it like training at Henry's under someone that fought at such a high fucking level? Yeah. No, it sounded well down to earth. Is it? Yeah, really good bloke. Um, gets proper involved with arguments. It's, it's good many times to have really, isn't it? Especially for young ones training under a name like that. It's not just your average Joe Bloggs, is it? Well, exactly. My, my granddad were a really big fan of him when he were alive. Yeah. In fact, let me just go and look for something. I think I might have an air, a relic you can have a look at. Yeah, back in a sec, guys. So we're back on, unfortunately. I haven't been able to find it. Oh well. Sergi, I'm sure people might enjoy this segment that's been in every episode. Yeah, man. The little book of Yorkshire humour. So I'm going to need you to pick a number between 4 and 127. 79. 79. I'm fucking 80 and I fucking jumped to 77. Here we go. Many years ago, a Yorkshire lady rang her, co- rang her coal merchant to order a supply of coal and asked for an early delivery, adding, Sigh voice, plight. The coal mo- merchant asked her what she meant by this. She explained that as we had just joined, the common market we must practice our French and she was still trying it out oh in that case madam said the merchant how would you like it cul-de-sac or a la carte what is that the question to me cool <laughs> how would you like it cul-de-sac or la carte I don't get that. Do you understand that? <laughs> I think he's trying to say. I would want it a la carte, like the meal. That's okay. I don't I might know. Have it wrong. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, mate. Right, 85. 85. Old and ouch lived in Dale in a Dales village with his ailing wife he was usually to be found sitting near the rear of the cottage door making odds and ends out of timber he found out and about the village one day when the doctor called an ooch was sitting outside hammering nails into some pieces of wood how is your wife today asked the doctor oh pretty bad sir pretty bad is that her coffin? Oh no, said an ooch. This is a chicken coop. Hey, let me see for that. You can see that. There you go. Right. Number between 101 and 25, what it is. <laughs> oh god, then let's have 25. Right, 25. <laughs> right, 26 is a picture. So they're all separate stories? I think each page is different, yeah. Right. 25. A junior reporter in Batley, 
called at a house in the town to get the particulars of a man who had died. The widow was very friendly and asked if he would like to see the body. Unable to refuse, the reporter did so and expressed the view that the deceased looked very peaceful. The widow examined the body closely and then remarked, Aye, he does, and all doesn't he? Then he were always a bit slow on the uptake growlers, so it happened he hadn't realised what's happened to him yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked Widow of the West. And I believe we've got one other book here. It's Country Sayings. So, yeah. far in 127 again. 38. If a person rising from a table overturns a chair, it shows they have been speaking untruths. Fact. Anarpa 1879. I was, I was, I was saying Anarpa fully 1876. <laughs> <laughs> I was a couple of years out. Seven number. Fifteen. When Nats dance in February, the husband becomes a beggar. What's that supposed to mean? What about the dance in March? What would have been then? A buggerer? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Fucking... That's gone over my head, yeah. is that one? Right, cool then. Next question. Are you on another one, do you? Well, you need a little question. To keep a stable safe from bewitchment, hang up hooks and, and shears. This will scare the witch who seeks to ride a mare and leave it with a tangled mane. Well, that's good, isn't it? Now I need to put some fucking uh, <laughs> hooks above me from the moment. Fucking hell, imagine that. Fucking somebody just fucking walks in and like, straight into the fucking side of the neck. <laughs> Keep fucking bastard witches out. Well, that's enough of them books for today. So, Edgy, you off for a takeaway? Yeah, I want to get a uh, big fucking uh, Italian pizza now stoned as fuck. <laughs> and you've got eight minutes to get there. Eight minutes to get there, it's all right. Got fast legs, got the Crocs on. <laughs> fucking, these bad boy Crocs are fucking, can get to Mac 2. Yeah, feel it for the viewers at home, he's actually wearing Crocs. First time I've seen them in about 10 years. And uh, speed these Crocs. Of any other speed that's ever been recorded, it's actually <laughs> measured the other week as a Mac shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mac, Mac, shit, how much did they cost you then? These little bad boys. Well, I got a got discounted deal because only, there's only one fucking heel strap on them, so I was, can't wear them like that. So, I just got them for four and a half quid. Four and a half quid? Yeah. Well, that brand new, worry. They came with the receipt, but the receipt was sent to me online and I had to give them a sort of card on my account number. And, the three digits on the back for them to give me these crocs. So now I've got no money in my bank, it's been fleeced. <laughs> Have you? Have been it. Oh, fucking hell. I'm gonna say. Oh, fucking uh, croc scam. Yeah, fucking. You do hear of people getting scammed? Yeah, So, what are you gonna be getting for this takeaway? So, I'm gonna get pizza. A couple pizza. of pizzas. Pizza, what are you getting on it? Well, I'm going for the calzone. 
mushrooms, tomatoes, chicken, pepperoni, and then uh, tomato sauce, whatever it is. Would you say it's better than Taco Bell? Well, I've not had a calzone from there yet, so I will update her on the next time I'm on. I'll give you the verdict. Roger next not. time we'll get pizza each. One, yeah. one Taco Bell, one from there. Discuss it. Uh, that'd be fucking. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Try and get a scurry around for another poem about <laughs> bald headed women as, yeah. we're, as we're eating it. They could be doing about uh, bald headed pizza men. That could be his. <laughs> you know, he's some fucking old bald man like making a pizza. It looks like you know pizza. I need to do them little stuffed crust little pouches, little bald heads around the fucking pizza. <laughs> I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen you put one of eight point nine on the on the dial. Yeah, yes, it's a corruption thing. Yeah, so, yeah. So seizure. We've got to include 108.9 into the into the fight in mind. Yes. For the viewers at home, I've got a big whiteboard that I'm trying to jot down ideas on. Not much on it at the minute. I've transferred it over to my wall so it's permanent and I can look at it every day. I'm just trying to figure out what to put on it next. Yeah, so the viewers at home, got any suggestions? What should be on the fighting mind board? Need to request it in for next time I'm on. Ah, there you go. We'll it, Tommy. We'll get it going big then. Have you ever done pod- have you done podcasting before? I've done plenty of podcasting. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be known around town for my podcasting back in the day. Yeah, I used to call it Tedcasting, but that, <laughs> that's where the podcast got the idea. When I started it, they just adapted it. Tedcasting. Tedcasting. So where can you find the episodes? Oh, they're all fucking there. Uh, Buried somewhere in some war museum because it's fucking that's the safest place for them because no one will know they're there. So, you no know, one's gonna try and rob a war museum. But if they know my fucking original podcast tapes, Tedgecasts, unlock a key in my house, I'll get fucking done over. So, in, in the fucking war museum. So, <laughs> there you go. So, scratch your tapes and forget what you heard. There's never been a thing called a Tedgecast. Yeah. Ninjas might come and get him. Yeah. But obviously, because I'm uh, fully professional, boxing trained, they won't get me. <laughs> That's why I had to retire before my career started. So, you've done a bit of boxing, you're an ambulance driver. Yeah. You've been in the army, what was that like? Uh, that was good, good fun. Also, I can't say too much about it because I was in the, I was in the SAS. <laughs> I was in the Saturdays and Sundays, so it's a highly sensitive uh, discussion if we have to talk about that. I mean, I might have to kill you. I don't want to do that because I want to come back on the podcast. Roger that, Roger that. And have you got any messages for the current undisputed viewing champion of Jack Schofield? Well, Scully, best just put your fucking speakers on mute, put your phone on repeat, because that's the only way you're going to get more viewings than me, mate, on this fucking tabcast. <laughs> And I believe his older brother, Reese Schofield, is the season two current yeah, he's leader. Yeah, he got some, I listened to them both, they were both good little topics. I enjoyed listening to them. I did enjoy it. Especially Reese is the first one, season two, like that. It's good. Talking about his little trip round to Amsterdam and all the shit they were fucking up to. They're fucking getting done in by needles. Yeah. 
fucking a shame you, you can't, can't have uh, re-watched the one on episode 5 season 1 on Twitch yeah because I had the Van Deerseys on and a couple of men a couple of the members from Africa and one of them ended up surviving a terrorist attack from Boko Haram yeah somebody threw him in a wardrobe or something and locked him in the wardrobe and then when they came out everyone else were dead yeah yeah or another one about somebody being held up at a gas station and that yeah I can't quite remember the details on that one but I think they did something like got out of there yeah yeah but spinning back fist heel kick off the wall one of them got one of the people inside the actual building got shot yeah and that red yeah I will have to try and get DSCs back on to retell them stories now yeah, we can yeah. keep them permanent. Yeah. Once it's locked down in evidence, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right, Tommy. Tommy Tonno, MC Chicken Wing. There you are. It's about time for me to go and get my pizza, my mate. you got two minutes to get there. Two minutes. Flat out, I'll get there. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure to be invited onto this elusive exclusive inclusive <laughs> cast. but thank you for coming on mate listen it's alright it's been a pleasure it's been honoured honoured to be here it, it's only been a short one but it's been a tedge one it's been a little teaser it's a prelude it's the big one the big blaze off we'll get fucking proper stoned and we'll just do it chat shit for fucking two hours you're really reminding me of Ricky off trailer park boys at the minute <laughs> You're reminding me of, you know, that one out of cars, that fucking rusty truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're reminding me of, like, yeah. Oh, I, do, I, do, I do feel like a rusty truck at the minute, like, yeah. fucking hard week at work, Felling. Yeah, you've been grafting, old Tommy Tonner. You deserve your fucking weekend off. Ah, uh, my toes are killing me. Peace out, everybody. Oh, f- fucking hell, are we? we're signing off, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're signing off. So, any last bit? Anything what you want to say? When, whenever you want to do the next one, just fucking hit them digits. And what, what, what's this little tease you mentioned for the next episode? Well, we'll just get fucking baked for two hours. Just see what shit we chat. Roger that. And that's your Tadcast for this evening. This one is going to be marked strictly for over 18s only. Because you don't want to get your kids listening to the Tedge man <laughs> maybe 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 parts of it when he were talking about the ambulance driving and shit maybe maybe let him listen to that but and uh, and facts for your kids under nine aren't allowed to hear my voice so that's why I'm <laughs> <models>. <laughs> well there you go that's just the rules of the session priest apparently <laughs> And so, all that's left to say, for me and the session priest, Tom Edge, also known as Tedge, Edgy, also formerly known as Panface back in the day. <laughs> I think Mark Allison made that up. Yeah, it is. Fucking face in the hand. <laughs> right, that's it. So, all that's left to say, good evening. Good evening.